A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast, hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. Very excited to discuss this totally fun, lighthearted, just silly episode of the reality TV dating show we all love. The subject matter here. Tongue in cheek. That was tongue in cheek, if you're new, (laughs) or if you didn't watch. The subject matter on this episode was intense. We're going to be talking in our deep lower register voices most of the episode. I don't know when I'm going to crack. The jokes, I'm going to have to squeeze them all in for the Carl episode. Yeah, the, the Carl, Carl part, it's all fun and games. <laughs> I will say, I do, uh, I think this was a little, t- not to diminish any story or storyline, I think this was a little too heavy, you know, this was an hour and a half of heaviness out of two hours, and I, I have issues with that group date. The group date. Well, I have issues with tuned. the group date. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll put it that way. Okay. Okay. I just okay. I, wanna, I want you to know there. Okay. I have major <laughs> issues surprised. with that group date. But, uh, you know, overall, yeah, hey, be careful what you wish for, because the bachelor will rip the pendulum too far in the other direction on some <laughs> occasions. You want serious conversations? Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. Buckle up. All right. Picking up, unless you have anything else to intro. Maybe. No, no. Okay. Nope. Picking up where we left off last week. Remember, it's a distant memory now, but remember we left off with Carl's whole deal? Carl. Katie, Katie <laughs> I remember Carl. <laughs> I almost forgot him, but Carl, <laughs> the vague, some people might not be here for the right reasons. Katie can't tell you who they are. He Maybe says, they'll come out and say it. I don't know. He says, I'm not 100% sure. This is where we picked up. I'm not 100% sure that 100% of the guys are here for the right reasons, okay? 60% you of the time. That? Works every time. <laughs> He's not 100%. Carl follows the same mindset of 100% as I do. You don't say it. You don't take. He doesn't take that lightly. So he's not 100% sure that 100% of you guys are here be. for the right reasons. You can't be. You can't prove it. He doesn't know everyone. What a statement to make. <laughs> Uh, tr- I like Trey being hilarious. Also, showed his age a little bit. He says, "Am I being punked?" Yeah, that would be good. A good, uh, That's good. I would have made a boiling points reference because this was a boil- <laughs> more of a boiling point situation. Yeah, this is more punks. boiling points. <laughs> See who can who can last the longest before they erupt. And no money. <laughs> uh, one of the all time, one of the great reaction face episodes from Justin. 
Justin had 30 reaction faces. I need to make a super cut of every time Justin... Do you know who Justin is, AB? Yeah, I'm looking at him right now. Okay, yep. reaction face, thick he eyebrows. He was good. He, he was, was good. reacting all episode. Yeah. <laughs> the man was reacting. Carl, uh, they're saying, Carl, why don't you just tell us who it is? He says, hey. Come on. Uh, too many people. I'm not putting anyone on blast, which he did. Uh, strange code <laughs> of ethics. It, especially when they're all saying, no, like, we're all here. We, we all agree, agree we to be put it. on blast. If it's, <laughs> if it's any of us, just say, it, say who it is. Katie announces nobody else gets any time. Mm. Cocktail party canceled. Love that. Love that move by her. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to set things off. Oh, what did you make of I, the... Yeah, go ahead. I'll say this, Rim. I felt like Katie was taking this statement from this guy she barely met way too much to this heart. This obviously untrustworthy... <laughs> like, very unnecessary hoster. to shut down that rose ceremony. Yeah. Or that cocktail ceremony or whatever. I agree. It, it's almost Just, never necessary. It wasn't necessary. Unless you get a call from home, someone's sick, your dog died. Keep it going. Just keep, keep the, the cocktail party movie. going. <laughs> yeah. Or cocktail party, excuse me. Uh, Katie, distraught in the other room. Wouldn't you know it? Greg arrives to check on her. Nothing substantial here. Greg really wasn't in this episode. Just the love of her life being there when she needs him. Holding hands, etc. It means a lot that you came and checked on me, period. Back in the room, Carl says, hey, guys, just say it. Just hey, say who say- you are. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just come, right come forward. This will all be over. I think he started to, re- this was the point when he started to really see, like he walked out too for a little bit and kind of, you know, huffed and puffed around a, a separate well, room. Shadow boxing and then like, yeah, mixing a shadow a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he started to realize like, uh-oh. I don't think anyone's going to come forward. <laughs> I don't think anyone's... I don't think it's going to work. Because he probably if, thought... I think we said last week, like, if you say this, there's someone's going to come forward and say, like, oh, yeah, I was here for the wrong reasons. But I don't think anyone's going to do it. I don't know how so you knew. You're, you're screwed, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you knew this about me, but... I have a girlfriend. Carl, dang it, <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> if you, hey, If you think Carl is playing a game showed up like I do thinking he could outsmart everyone. This was the moment I think we realized, okay, I didn't do enough research into how this no. works. It's harder than I thought. <laughs> I'm, I painted myself into a corner here. No allies. I don't know. I don't have another move. I don't yeah, have a, he has, Carl's out of moves early. <laughs> I don't have a move to go with this. Here's who already has roses. Greg got the one-on-one rose. Andrew S., group date rose, and Thomas received a group date rose. The rose order is David. Keep an eye on David, Rim. I'll say that. Uh, I, I, got, that I have that note that. later. <laughs> I have that note later, but keep an eye on David. No screen time. I nice, like him, though. Seems like a nice guy, and this yeah. first rose, not nothing. Something to note. Hunter, Connor C., Cat is that Cat Connor? Cat, uh, no, that's other. Uh, All right, this redhead? Connor has one in. There's no. a re- who's the redhead guy? Garrett is the redhead. Is he still there? We'll find out. Stay tuned for this rose ceremony that I'm okay. reading off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw C. him back there. The only reason you say that is I saw him in the back. It was one of the first times I've seen him. I'm interested in that guy. Yeah, we'll see him in paradise. Let's see movie. what's going on, Garrett. Connor C. Mike P. Oh. Who stops the show and gives a speech? What did you make of this move of speaking uh, on behalf of the dudes 
me and me and the me and the fellas, we've actually been talking, <laughs> been and talking. we've decided to unionize. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> and we have all decided together, collectively, Who's the board members that Mike? Carl. I'm the speaker. Carl <laughs> is lying. None of us are here for the wrong reasons. We've all came to that conclusion. Do that. Do whatever you want with that news. That is our stance on, that is at our, the moment. That is our official Carl. statement from our union. The, his verbiage was very funny. He's like, this is how we feel as a unit. He says as, as a, a team. Unit, we've come together in solidarity and we think in that solidarity, unfortunately. That was what really I wrote it down. As a unit, we've come together in solidarity and we think that unfortunately what Carl said wasn't the truth. And as a unit, we really feel that's what you need to hear. When he said come together in solidarity, I thought they were all going to kneel or something. I thought it was going to be <laughs> a silent protest of some sort. A protest of the, of the uh, rose ceremony. Moment. <laughs> These uh, guys really formed a union to get rid of yeah, Carl, an anti-Carl union. It, listen, they had a meeting. Guys you know they had powerful. a meeting before. <laughs> of course. Like, we're going to have a meeting. Everyone meet up here. We're gonna. There are flyers people, posted on the bedpost. There's gonna be a speaker. Uh, we're gonna have minutes. There will be minutes of this meeting. Mike P definitely made sure there were minutes taken. <laughs> yes. There's this union is gonna steamroll whoever they choose to get out of there. Yeah. Anyway. They. This is a powerful <laughs> union. A powerful I will say union. that. <laughs> Katie goes. Uh, you all feel the same way, and they're hell yeah, we no. do. Solidarity. <laughs> no one's breaking this line. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Katie leaves the room, reveals the demands of the newly formed union. To, <laughs> the to demands. These are demands. You guys, These are demands. You have like, to get I rid of Carl. I keep Carl, but the guys are demanding that I not keep Carl. <laughs> what should I do? Uh, Caitlin dispenses some truly useless advice. She's like, well, it's your decision. No, thank you, Caitlin. Why did <laughs> I come back here and talk to you? Anybody then? else? <laughs> I could have just done it. I could have just stayed out there if that was the <laughs> that was your advice here. Uh, anyway, back roses continued. Michael, Connor did you think B. he was before you keep going? Did you think he was gone, Carl? Yeah, I thought Carl was gone before the rose ceremony. I no. thought Katie was never. I'm not sure. I believe Katie when she said I was going to give Carl a rose. Okay, I'm not sure. I believe that. Because what I mean, what her mind? How how would her mind have changed? Because everybody, everybody if, doesn't like him. Yeah, I feel like yeah. if everyone doesn't like a person, it's not worth it in her in her shoes to keep him. You know, it's really not worth it. There's so many guys here. Yeah, what's the point? Unless it's like Greg or Cat guy, it's not worth this. Or Thomas. That's going to be the true test next week. If the guys, yeah, the, the, the unions unions coming him. for Thomas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Roses continued. Michael, Connor B, Courtney, Trey, Justin, Andrew M, Christian, Josh, Brendan, James, Aaron. A lot of big talk from people during the rose ceremony. I don't know if you noticed that. Like Carl's like, they're gonna need the military to get me out of here. A couple guys are like, if they if she if Carl gets a rose, I'm gonna go take that rose right off his chest. It's like none of you guys are doing any of this Nobody's stuff. This anything. is all talk. Carl didn't get a rose. Military intervention was not necessary. Nope. He just he walked just out of the room, strolled out. Didn't say a word. <laughs> Didn't say anything to anyone. Didn't say anything to Katie. There's two ways to interpret this. One is obviously not a surprise. He was never interested in Katie at all. He was interested in the game. Mm-hmm. The other thing, Carl might just not know that that's 
proper protocol. Like, I'm not sure Carl saw an episode where there was a road. Like, he did. He looked like he didn't know what to <laughs> do. More so, where than, do like, I need to walk? You guys, here. <laughs> he was like, "Do I just leave?" So I don't know what it was. But it very goes. Funny. To, it, I think it's more so him thinking of it as a game. And when a game's yeah. over. You see it no, in the NBA it. playoffs, like they're battling oh. for seven games. And then after it's over, it's just like, good game, y'all. Let's, I'm out of here. Good win. You won. Good well, game. I was going to, I tried to find the, quickly find the clip of LeBron walking off with like a minute left or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. And that one game, oh, every yeah. game of shit. That's how Carl was. Just getting blown out. Carl was like, I'm out. <laughs> Go to the training room. That's it for the rose ceremony. Next day. Dudes in the hot tub. That's where the fun pretty much stops. More, uh, more or less. They are in a hot oh, tub right here. Yeah. Which I, I mean, there's still some stuff going on. <laughs> Group date card. Aaron, Courtney, James, Connor, B. Cat guy. Cat guy. David, Justin, expressions, reactions guy. Mm-hmm. Thomas, Hunter, Brendan, serious guy. They all freak out about the lack of signatory on the date card. There's no love, Katie. This is causes an uproar. The lack We've of a covered, love, Katie. We've covered in read out loud hundreds of date cards, and I would have never realized this. So I have a hard time real thinking that these guys did too. I think it's usually there. I might have pointed out. You think you would have noticed? I would have never noticed. I wouldn't have made it. It wouldn't have mattered. I don't pay enough attention to the date cards. Probably no. These guys it, were shook by it. This was a simple oversight. The intern yeah. started writing the letters too big and ran out of room. <laughs> Didn't want to squeeze in the heart, Katie, at yeah. the end. That's uh. Connor made it seem like this indicated Katie's seriousness. Like, oh, she doesn't even love Katie us. This must be a serious <laughs> group date, daytime. Katie meets the guys outside. She's got a friend to help her get the clarity she's looking for. Nick Vile's on the scene. Mm. Cool guy outfit on. Cool really guy, cool. Nick Vile. Yeah. Refuses to sh- stand and shake hands. Stays seated like a monarch of some variety. Like I didn't they like come by. <laughs> they come by. He's like, yes, yes, thank you. I was the bachelor. You're right. It's me, <laughs> Nick Vile. A couple weird reactions. Some of them were really excited. It was Nick there. I was confused by that. <laughs> Famous Nick Vile. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The lead's biggest fears, Nick says, is falling in love without knowing anything about the person. Oh, you mean like you did, Nick? Yeah. By choice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you chose yeah. to do that? That wasn't like <laughs> Vanessa hiding things from him. It no, was just you chose not to. <laughs> talking. <laughs> you chose not to find out anything about the people on your season. The goal of this exercise, it, from what I perceived it to be, was. These guys share stories of times, and this, this is verbatim what Nick said, you've led women on, mm-hmm. ghosted someone, mm-hmm. cheating, if you're trying to become the next Bachelor. So things that are bad, that yeah. you've done, that you're ashamed of, that Katie needs to know before she risks her feelings, as he phrased what, it. What skeletons do you have in skeletons. your closet? There you go. Yeah, tell us your skeletons in your closet. Yeah, right now we're gonna open the closet door and yeah. you're gonna let shine the, the skeletons light. out. We're gonna and see after what's we shine in the there. light after the flashlight's going in. We're going in with the black light. Just <laughs> all everything's coming out. So obviously, pretty uncomfortable vibe 
in the room. Connor looks like he has it's he's also at a funeral. Just setting the scene, it's a dark room. It's one of the yeah. you can only see the circle that they're in, and then everything else is dark around them. It's a very good setting <laughs> for the situation. Here's my opinion of this activity A B. This is my preamble before we get to the date itself. Okay. If you're interested in hearing it. Yes. This was fucked up. <laughs> I didn't like this. This was pretty fucked up. Okay. And here's why. The serious conversations that I like to see on reality TV shows, whether it's The Bachelor, Big Brother, Real World, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, any it doesn't matter. Those occur or at least appear to occur naturally, usually in a one-on-one situation or in a small trusted group and are, you know, authentic and I think this is important necessary communications between the people involved. So and when you another think another important part yeah. is it's not you're not forced to This was coerced. This you aren't forced to talk about. The people you're the situations you're talking about the it's individual voluntary. sharing something are voluntarily sharing yeah. what they're wanting to share. That is not what we're at right here. Absolutely. And you're you bring maybe you bring up a topic because you really trust the person you want to grow closer with him. Seeing those things is kind of what makes reality TV great in a lot of ways. Absolutely. This was literally sit in a circle with strangers under bright lights and tell us your darkest secret or something you're ashamed of. And then, oh, after that, we're going to call it being open, even though it's something you felt pressured to do. They absolutely pressured. Once one person goes, you feel like you have to do it. Because you can't be sitting there and not do it at that point. <laughs> and even before the first person goes, camera's around, Nick Viles here, yeah. Katie's like, hey, I'll listen to whatever you want to say, but like, you know that's not, you know this is not optional. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know this what is I mean? not an optional exercise. This is just so much different than a one-on-one revelation yeah. or like, here, here's something I want to tell you because I trust you. So do this after that, we'll call it being open. Then we'll bask in the social media praise because we showed guys, quote, being vulnerable and crying on TV. Mm -hmm. I felt that this was bullshit. I did not. This was not entertaining to me. I'm with you. Uh, Good. I'm glad because I was concerned that I'd I'd be a cranky old man about this. But this was just this was not the kind of entertainment I like. I do feel like, hey, maybe we know more about these guys now. Maybe we feel more invested in them. Maybe it did, you know, help them through whatever reason grow closer. Maybe Katie feels closer to them. I just, I didn't like this. And I sincerely doubt, especially because I read the Rachel Lindsay article yesterday afternoon, I'm certain there was not adequate. <laughs> no. They were not prepared for this behind the scenes, I'll say. So, anyway. Agreed. Anything else? No, fully agree. All right. The guy's stories. You ready to go? Mm hmm. Heads up. Some of these, oh, another thing this they could have done. Some of these are pretty tragic stories, heart wrenching serious things including and in particular katie's katie yeah so if you're not up for that skip ahead skip ahead absolutely where we'll we'll talk about another tragic story on the next date but <laughs> skip ahead <laughs> do you want to run through them or do you want me to I feel like i'm talking too much no go ahead hunter starts it off because nick picked him that's another thing all right let's not act like this is all the nick is picking people nick goes hey hunter hey pal <laughs> You're you up. look nervous as shit. <laughs> You're up. Share your deepest, darkest fears. What do you got for us? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, before we jump up, into it, I'm just saying I'm not, I wouldn't have done it. Like, I'm, 
I'm leaving the show. I'm sorry, Katie. I'm sure. not. I'm not going to do this. If you want to get to know me later, keep me around. You know my we'll Instagram. have a one-on-one. Whatever. I'll tell you some <laughs> stuff if we get to know each other a little better. I'm not just going to. You're not going to force the secrets in my life out of my. No, that's not happening. No, sir. I don't care. I don't care what lights you got here. <laughs> I don't care. Right. I'm gonna listen. I'm just gonna be listening here. <laughs> yeah, I'll put do not call my on hand me. on this guy's shoulder with yeah, if he's so within arm's reach. I'm gl- good I'll for be all here, of you guys. But not this me. Is not cameras everywhere. I don't no. know you people. I don't know those Please. people back there in the darkness. Please look at all these people in the darkness. <laughs> no, sir. Did you read the Rachel Lindsay article? Yeah, that's actually my headline of the okay, week. Okay, good. It's very. It was quite interesting and also like put me in a bad mood before this episode so maybe that's why i'm ranting against this <laughs> here we go hunter he's got significant feelings for katie he married someone they had two kids by the time his second kid was born he shifted priorities he justified it by saying he had to work because he wanted them to have everything a quote i was destroying all of that while i was trying to build it and we drifted apart i failed at marriage and it doesn't just affect me or her it affects two amazing kids So now Hunter's crying about his divorce, talking like he's a failure in a small group of acquaintances, and Katie goes, thanks, Hunter, and people are like, and no one else is paying attention because they got to think of their thing. Well, yeah. Not the the best environment. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like a public speech class. All the other people are worried about their (laughs) speech. (laughs) They're not not even listening. None of these other guys are listening because they're worried about their own speech coming up. Aaron talks about his dad getting sick and having a stroke. He met a girl who was going through something, too, but as time went on. Felt like more of an obligation than a need. He wasn't the man he needed to be. Mm-hmm. The, uh, by the way, nothing wrong with any of these stories, except for Thomas's. I'm sure this is information <laughs> they would have shared with Katie at some point yeah, had they gotten sure. to a certain point anyway. Just, again, not the forced. best. Forced. David. Keep an eye on David. Keep an Decided eye on be- David. <laughs> between love and his career, I think he chose... It was vague, but I think he chose his career. Yeah, I believe so. And he wonders if he made the right decision. Courtney. Uh, seemed like a generic cheating story to me. What he Courtney do here? I don't know. I, think he <laughs> I, cheated on I couldn't. I didn't completely follow what Courtney did, but yeah, I think it, I think he cheated. I think he cheated. Where are we at? Thomas. Thomas. You do this. What do you? What oh happened? What did God. Thomas say? <laughs> well, for one, when whenever Thomas is on my screen, I'm you know I got the magnifying glass out. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at that thing closely. <laughs> Okay, I got ready. What he I'm said, gazing into his here. eyes. Thomas is a babe. I'll say it. The no, you got to avoid smoke. that. You just got to you got to focus <laughs> on lost. what he's saying. <laughs> you got to focus on what Thomas is saying. Okay. <laughs> From the moment I've met you, it's been very upfront. What you see is what you get. Conversation, and I think everything hap- everything happens like it's supposed to happen. And this is one of them for me. Okay, so we got three sentences. Nothing's been said. Nothing so far. Nothing has been said so far. Just (laughs) note that. Okay. I couldn't say we're saying every everything that Thomas says on this season. We're going to repeat every single word Thomas says. I'd like to repeat (laughs) word for word to point out that he is literally saying nothing. Okay. Here's where he starts to kind of say something. I couldn't sit here and say when I showed up, I was here for the right reasons. Okay. Hey. Hey. That's some substance. (laughs) That's some substance there because I didn't know who you are. Hey, reasonable. Okay. People get okay. cast before the lead happens all the time. Get cast before the lead. You didn't know who she was, so might not okay. have been here for all the right reasons. <laughs> I said I'd give it a shot and build a platform from it. Mm. 
Okay. Red flag. Pulls out his guitar. Uh, his <laughs> He says his feelings are real now. He hasn't had any dates. And he also noted that he'd been on a date like a week before he came. So this isn't the exercise. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I don't know why he brought this up. I was very confused why he was talking about this. And to me, this was a send him home situation for Thomas. <laughs> he said any red flag, any secret I've ever had, I'll tell you. Do you give him any credit for admitting he went on a date the week before? Because he didn't know what he was getting into. I guess that's honest. It's kind of in, in a Jax Taylor kind of way. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> Jax Taylor. Yep. Uh, no, I don't give him any credit. I think that was a huge red flag to me. The date, <laughs> the week before, you're going on a dating show. I don't care. You, just because you don't know who it is, why would you be going on that date? Yeah. That's not good. Time for Connor's sob story. Cat guy. He starts by saying, I would have preferred to share this in private, obviously, um, but, you know, that's <laughs> what I can do now. Here we are. <laughs> I'm last. You heard all those other stories. Right. I got to go. Yeah. Connor had a relationship ruined, a long-term relationship ruined by what sounded like an addiction to alcohol. He blacked out frequently. He got in a fight with his girlfriend. He went to a party, cheated on her, ruined the relationship, has since sought a lot of help and carries a ton of guilt with him. He's not that guy anymore. And that's that to a room full of people who, you know, yeah, just kind of nod and say, we're here for you. But smooth transition into Katie's story. So she feels safe with this. This activity made her feel safe with this group. Understandable. The they fact is, these stuff, guys yeah. really were saying some things that yeah. if I were in the room, I would feel like connected to them. Yeah. More connected than I would otherwise, mm -hmm. of course. So Katie feels that same way. She shares her story, which, again, probably should have been uh, had a content warning beforehand. T about 10 years. I think she's 30. I think she was 19 Ten years ago on New Year's Eve, she said. 10 years ago at New Year's Eve, she was in a situation where there was not consent. She felt responsible because she had been drinking. She was mm -hmm. in denial about it. So much so that she tried to form a relationship with the person because she didn't want to believe that it happened. Quote here, when that didn't work out for years, I had an unhealthy relationship with sex. So obviously a very different person yeah. in that realm now than she was then. So this event shaped her life significantly and navigating the aftermath of that has made her who she is to a certain extent. Any other comments on that story? I'm sure it resonated with a yeah, I was gonna large say, group of viewers. I'm glad she was willing to share that because I'm sure that hit home for a lot of people. I think she was probably also talking to the viewer more so than the yeah. dudes in the room, especially the camera to the camera moments. So a net positive moment, absolutely, for the show. Anything else on that group date or gr group activity? No, I think we, I think we hit it. Quick break. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. After the break, just dudes talking about relationships. Yeah. After work, in between work and chilling, <laughs> just hanging out, communication talk. I'm not sure any of them. I think this was before any of them started working out. I don't think any working out occurred. There was no marks on the <laughs> pads. We could talk about Michael's discussion here, but I suppose he covers it all during. We can just wait till later. Yeah. We could wait till later because this was all the same beats. Group date, nighttime. Katie, love the date so much she doesn't know who she's going to give her rose to. I wrote I wrote here uh, just a note after she said she knows, she doesn't know who she's going to give the rose to. I said, you know you've been thinking about cat guy all night, all day long, girl. You really thought that? That's what I wrote right here. Asterisks by it. I needed to bring it up. I thought that. You put asterisks asterisk by things you need to bring up? The, pot, the things I really want to talk about for sure... Yeah, I put asterisks by or like jokes or things like that. I'll throw in throw some asterisks in bold. I bold <laughs> I them. Know. Yeah, I have ten pages of notes. I'm not going to say every single thing I said. A lot of them are just to refresh my memory. But then there's things yeah. I absolutely need to say. Do you put an asterisk by this finals because of the short off season, the NBA finals? Oh, this is an asterisk season, right? I mean, this doesn't absolutely. count as LeBron. The not. season okay. wasn't as long as the normal season is. Not I, enough by, discussion about that. Seven, ten games. <laughs> by definition, it deserves an asterisk. <laughs> the whole season. season. <laughs> Justin and Katie. Anything there? Justin seems solid. Nothing. Uh, uh, something's there. I'll say that they share a little kiss, taking a picture. I like Justin. Keep an eye on Justin as well. Pretty generic conversation here, though. He just wants to keep knowing more and more about her, I think he says. She says the same things. Katie says a classic line, which is, you continue to show up every day, which I don't... All the guys have showed up at this point. They, they have nowhere to go. He hasn't done anything <laughs> else. But uh, it, with with that being said, I'm I'm a fan of Justin. And I am interested too. to see. There's a, there's a couple guys here... I got a list later of guys that I got my eye on for a late season riser, and he's, yeah, he's on that list. He's yeah. one I have here creeping into contention. Asterisk. Mm. Say it. Keep, Justin? Say it. <laughs> say it. Don't forget to say this. Justin. <laughs> keep creeping into contention. Yes. Justin's one of those guys. There's also a handful of guys where if you just remove the Bachelorette from the show and just made a reality show with some of the guys, I think Justin would be a good member of that yeah. reaction guy. Seems like he's a chameleon. Gets along with everybody. <laughs> Connor. Connor B. Cat guy. 
<laughs> I'm just going to say cat guy. <laughs> Interrupt you every time you say Connor, I'm going to say cat guy. I know. I know. Going I, forward, in case you haven't that noticed that. I'm picking up on that now. I'm just laughing at the fact that that's two times in a row now where you make a cat guy joke and I have to take it to Katie's serious <laughs> yes. topic. Two times in a row. Anyway, Katie felt relief after the date. Everyone was open about everything. What do you make of Connor's performance here? Cat guy goes in for another aggressive kiss. I think the cat guy kisses just aren't, they aren't working for me at least. (laughs) Now I know it's not important for it to work for me. It seems like Katie might enjoy them, but Mm -hmm. the kisses, oh, what do you got? This, they are, he's kissing like he still has the costume on. He's going in like, you know, he's like kind of pouncing. (laughs) Come here. And, you know, she's, you know, they're dressed normally, so she's not in the, you know. (laughs) I 100% agree. I felt like the kiss ended with like a, she put a hand on his shoulder like, all right, that's enough. (laughs) All right, enough with the cat kisses. Enough, yeah. But then, you know, spoiler alert, he got the group date. So I don't know what to think. I think he's. He's up there. Cat, cat guy's up there right now. I think so, too. Really high Thomas, there. Thomas and Katie. Oh, jeez. Katie. You, you be Katie, I'll be Thomas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Thomas. You you had a really bad showing back there in that dark room, <laughs> and you said some shitty stuff, but then you also alluded to having more shitty stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, care Reflex, to elaborate sure. a little more? Well, my biggest thing <laughs> is... Anyone who says I, my biggest thing, I don't trust usually. <laughs> no, I, I say my... I used to say my thing all the time. That used to be my thing, was going, my thing is... I'm, <laughs> well, so that's my funny. big thing is that... <laughs> no, but I meant... I was sincere. My thing is... <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, uh, it was rough out there. A lot of guys, a lot of moving parts. Couldn't really catch the vibe. Uh, my biggest thing... And this is his quote now is I wanted you to know is in getting here, I didn't ask for you and everything we've gone through in our lives to get to this point. I believe when two people come together in circumstances that would never possibly be obtainable and have a connection like that, it's for a reason. And I'll do whatever I have to, and I'll do whatever I have to every single day to show you that. Okay. Um, you lost me at the part, so I don't really know what you just said. But what about the red flags, Thomas? Uh, again, you said there was some stuff that I needed to know about. Could you elaborate more, please? Listen, it's, please. It gets realer. It just gets every single day. It's realer <laughs> and realer. And don't th- I, uh, no seconds of doubt ever should come into the field. This is again, Michael Scott. Just whatever you do. Whoever you meet, <laughs> never, for any reason, no doubt should come up. I don't want a second of doubt to come into the feelings we have and the things that I feel and the things that I think you feel is just, I'm not going to say a certain word, but it's developing. So two direct questions about okay. what are your red flags that you said you were going to tell me. And zero answers. Uh, just more, just classic Thomas. I love him being here. I love paying close attention to what he's saying. The phrasing, he says some phrases you've never heard in your life. 
It's really, truly incredible. He's like riffraff. He strings together words He's that you never stuff. knew could possibly go together because <laughs> exactly. they don't by the laws of English. <laughs> He's shaking the English game up. I will say that. It's <laughs> really mixing things up there. He had all afternoon to polish and prepare. He said, I have a list of red flags I'm willing to talk about with you. And then he didn't anticipate being asked about that. (laughs) Next thing we know, Aaron's talking to Katie about his father's stroke. And Thomas is lingering, waiting to interrupt. Just wants to clarify if you, you know, clean up that mess a little bit. I feel like they didn't come (laughs) off very well. Maybe, Maybe I was discombobulated, but I'd like to clean that up. He says he wants to share something with her. If I'm Aaron, I'm saying, okay, what? What is it, Tom? What is it? Is it serious? Because I'm talking something serious. I'm building a connection here, okay? So what do you got? If you're interrupting me, I need to know what what we're talking about here. I'm just going to read this. All right. I'll just read it. Here's what Thomas said. said, I'll just read it. What else do you want to do? The best way to go about this is to read what he says. You you don't need to crack jokes when it comes to Thomas. You just read what he says and it's hilarious. This is hilarious. This is one of the funniest (laughs) paragraphs I think I'm ever going to read. As soon as I walked away from you, it was just put on my heart so heavy that I had to come express where I was coming from. What I feel with you and the understand I'm having is (laughs) fear and... Okay. Fear and love are two very, very similar things rooted in the same concept. I mean, this is performance art. This is like if you go to an art yes. gallery and there's just audio coming over the speakers with just <laughs> gobbledygook. This is gobbledygook. When, <laughs> this is gobbledygook. <laughs> and when I look at you and the things that I feel with you, I feel both of those things strongly at the same time. Fear and love. Fear and love. Okay. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Yoda. Suffering leads to love. Thomas. Yeah. (laughs) Thomas is a little (laughs) Yoda-like. And I couldn't leave here tonight without letting you know exactly how special I see you and how special feeling that fear and how special feeling that fear was again. When you're reading it, you have to stop because you're. It yeah. seems like you're saying something wrong, but no, you're reading it perfectly. <laughs> I'm trying, and I haven't felt this way in as long as I can remember. <laughs> the entire span of his memory, he's never been. If you're Katie, you still should be wondering what clarification just occurred. What, Why did we again, have this the cover- red flags? <laughs> what to- what are the red flags and why did we have this second conversation? Were you surprised by her reaction? It worked. What you just said there worked <laughs> like a charm. Katie laughs. She says, you're so passionate about your feelings and I love that. You love what he just said? Then they make out. Full make out. They didn't have a kiss earlier because it was so confusing. Then he comes in with more confusing stuff and that... Tied it all together, I guess, yeah. for Katie. Spe- she's special. They have something special. Fear and love. Fear and love. Why do you think it's working? Do you think we're they're not showing things, or do you think no. Katie is lost in his eyes? Which lost. I Katie's am. lost in the words, not just the eyes, the words. The, the, the words sound good. I have to listen to these two or three, def- maybe more, three or four times to be able to even write down what he's saying. 
because it doesn't comprehend in your brain. So a lot of pausing on the DVR. I assume she's having the same situ- situation here, and mm. she's not really fully understanding what's. Ha- he's not saying anything. I don't think she gets that yet, which is understandable. Yeah. So well, she doesn't have the luxury to pause. She, has, she can't pause. Write it. It it's down, a real time. Look at it. All she's hearing is fear and love, and <laughs> she kind of thinks he loves him now. That's what the. That's what I would have gathered from hearing it the first time. Is he's what? starting to fall in love with me, and he's scared how much he loves me. Scared That's of how much people like could, me. I can see how you would perceive that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back at the house. Andrew S. didn't get to talk to Katie at the rose ceremony. Bummer. Why Giannis? Date card. Michael A. Week one, no date, have an ass Michael A. I told you, Rim. I know you did. <laughs> I told I you. I laughed it off. I thought this guy was cooked. I thought that was a pity kiss. <laughs> so you you weren't surprised by this. He didn't have a date no. week one, and now he's on a one-on-one date. That, I mean, that might be a first. Maybe she was just telling the truth. Like, I felt good about the relationship. I'm I'm planning to give you the second group date. Um, I think that's what this was. Playing by her own rule. Un- that's an unpredictable, yeah, really unpredictable line of thinking from Katie. Yeah. Back on the date. How do you like Thomas's explanation of getting that second time? Well, first Aaron comes back and he uh, tattles on Thomas, lets him know that Thomas broke it up. Um, Thomas said that the opportunity presented itself is they're like, hey, why did you? How'd that happen? Why'd you why'd you go talk to her a second time? Some of have haven't talked to her yet. He said the opportunity presented itself. With Aaron was sitting right there. Aaron's like, "What are you talking about? I was, I was having a conversation with her while you broke it up. <laughs> what opportunity was this?" Aaron says, "Hey, so that does that mean your time is worth more than mine?" And Thomas straight up says, "Yes," which I appreciated. Yes, I'm a Honesty. big dog here. My time is more valuable. <laughs> Thomas says his purpose was to tell her how he feels about her. Aaron's like, "Hey, I, that's what I was doing. That's what." By the way, that's what all of us are doing at all times is telling her how we feel about her. So I don't that's not an opportunity that or not something you needed to talk to her at that moment. Can you uh, comprehend why Thomas then told everyone why did Thomas lie that I told her I'm falling in love with her? I think What's the end game there? I think. Well, sometimes when you get put in a pressure situation. You just the first lie that comes to your head, you just blurt it out. Something that'll take a little pressure off you. And this is, that is something that'll take some pressure. Like, that is a serious conversation, I guess. If, you, if that's what you really need to talk about. So maybe he was anticipating them being like, oh, I didn't know you guys were that yeah, serious. Yeah, I think he thought like, that. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Understand, understand. Thomas. But it was more so when he said that, all the guys were collective eye rolls. They were, yeah. all right, whatever, <laughs> bro. Okay. We're done here. You're not being serious. <laughs> You're not being serious. The funniest part is when he was like, you guys just wouldn't understand. You guys, sorry. Sorry you wouldn't understand. Love. We're falling hard. And you never will. I think he said something like, you never will. You never will. You're never going to understand this. Just quite a strategy from Thomas. I mean, he's concocting a fake. I mean, Katie might as well be his girlfriend in Canada right now, the way he's describing this relationship to the other guys. (laughs) Katie returns, calls out Connor B. David. Keep an eye on David. Well, let's let's okay. Let's take the mask. We both know this is not. I mean, we both know David. He's not going to win. 
No, if he's that not is going your... Now, David's going to... Maybe the reality is David's more likely to just fade fade away into oblivion. Two weeks from now, you'll go, is David still here? And then I'll be like, nope. (laughs) Yeah, probably. David got a call out. And Hunter was the last one. Not Thomas. What do you think about Hunter? Should we keep an eye on Hunter? I like Hunter. Yeah. I feel like we should keep an eye on Hunter. No. No, he's he's number two of the dads. He's the lowest ranked dad. You don't want to be the second ranked dad. I'll say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you really don't. You really don't. It's an really afterthought don't. that he's a dad. Michael, yeah. he's the dad. That's he's the, the dad. dad on this show. <laughs> okay. If she's going to pick a dad, it's going to be Michael. No question. No the question. Dad. <laughs> we'll see Hunter. No in offense to Hunter. No, of course not. No offense to anyone ever. Just couch the whole episode in that. Um, I think <laughs> yes. we'll see Hunter in Paradise, and oh. Hunter has a Paradise look. I think Hunter has a Paradise look. I don't know how to he's describe got a, that. He's got a tattoo, arm tattoo, I noticed at one sleeve. point. Sleeve. Big colorful arm, sleeve. Yeah, big colorful sleeve. That's a, yeah, that's a... That's a Paradise Paradise thing. look. Where are we at? Gives the rose to Connor B. So... Yep. Hey. I totally misperceived that yeah. interaction. Uh, in my opinion, it is, at this point... I'm thinking it's Connor or Greg. They're the top two dogs here. Not saying that they're going to win, but like they are leaps ahead of everyone else, in my opinion. Agreed. How about the post Rose? As soon as Katie leaves, Thomas is like, oh, God, I didn't say I loved he her. Backtracks. I mean, hey, guy backtracks. Guy backtracks. Quickest backtrack I've ever seen on this show. Well, if he's if if you told her that you love her and she didn't even mention you in the three per in the three, it, it became obvious that. That's not what happened. You had to, he had her. to say something. It's like, wait, you just told us you told her you loved her. Did, yeah. And then she didn't even get to so, acknowledge your existence. She didn't acknowledge you. So he had to backtrack there. That's a good point. Because when he goes, hey, guys, I told her I loved her. They're all thinking he's going to get, gonna get that rose. podium spots. No, yeah. he's, he's getting at least a podium spot uh, on the podium. Rose yeah, delivery sure. speech. And when that didn't happen, people were like, wait a second, Thomas. <laughs> you didn't say that, Thomas. This is his quote. What I told her, I, I didn't say I loved her. I said that you can't have fear without love. That is nothing. <laughs> that is not anything. That's the farthest thing from saying I love you that you <laughs> yeah. could possibly come up with, Thomas. I didn't say I loved her. I said I really enjoy mac and cheese. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> that's not it. That you doesn't just, mean anything. You just told us all that you said you loved her. <laughs> all right. Uh, Aaron, the first of two Aaron to the camera moments. I wrote here just a note. Yeah. Was Carl talking about Thomas? That's what I wrote here. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Y'all better send some apologies to Carl. Maybe take the union, release an official statement (laughs) to to Katie apologizing, calling for Carl to be added back to the roster. Carl comes back. (laughs) Trade you Thomas for Carl. Carl got a bad rap. (laughs) Michael, one-on-one date, daytime. Katie flips an off-road vehicle. Good thing she was wearing her seat belt. Yes. Right. She was rip-roaring around those yeah, turns. She was, she was tearing through the She's desert. tearing through it. <laughs> Picks Michael up. Tumbleweed blown by. Michael has been waiting for this date for so long. Now, do you want me to rip him? I'm not going to do it. Maybe I, he's talking about how long he's been waiting to connect with someone. All right? Yeah, I feel bad. I wrote here old dad date something like that i had some old dad stuff going jokes there is ready one to moment fire off. i feel bad about him now no no you shouldn't there is one moment at the nighttime portion of this date the old dad the oldest dad thing i've ever heard someone say right <laughs> okay stay tuned <laughs> michael's been Listen, waiting can we just right. make fun of him being an old d- dorky dad and feel fine absolutely even with his 
extremely emotional story that we feel for him. Yes, we can still make fun of circumstance. We can still make fun of the man being an old dad, one old dad to another. I think he would agree. Yeah, especially you. Yes. You get free reign here. <laughs> Say whatever me, you I want gotta about keep, this guy. You got to keep me in line. <laughs> Because I might go too hard. No, all right. Let me just preface this whole day. Michael, I love Michael now. I do too. And I kind of liked him before this date. This date made me love Michael. He also seems like a completely normal human. He has zero ulterior motives. I was going to say that. That's a good point. I don't <laughs> no, think if you're talking about people that came here for only the right reasons, I think it's, I Michael. Think it's Michael. I don't <laughs> think he's. I don't think he has an Instagram, let alone is looking for Instagram followers. All right, so after off-roading, they're talking. Katie tells him she flipped the car, broke, broke a bunch of shit. She might have bruised her knee. <laughs> Michael transitions from that moment to his story. Katie, uh, commendable on her part to understand the sacrifice. This is often unspoken on the show between a lead and a per, you know a contestant with kids at home. Understands the sacrifice he's making as a parent to be there. So more or less implies she's not going to string him along if it's not working out. I appreciate that. That's good. Line of the night, Michael. I don't even know what it means, really, but it was poignant. I've always heard this ends in an engagement, but I think it begins in an engagement. Wow. The fairy tale. Wow. Wow. I mean, that'll melt you. That's something you write on, like... That that font you see everywhere? You write a font. Live, laugh, you, love font? Yeah, it's it, it's a live, laugh, love, like thing that you then hang on your wall that's what he just said there something i want to hang on my wall i've always heard this ends in an engagement you know top left two-thirds of the way across then photos 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 below that and then bottom right two-thirds of the way across dot 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 before that but this begins in engagement then smaller font you put the date that you met, that you that you got engaged. You put that. I would on put there the too. date that he said this. Oh, okay. I would put okay. the date that he said it. But you could do the date that he got engaged. If you do the date that they got engaged, I would put that maybe centered under the whole. Yeah. Yep. Thing, but if you do the date that he said it, kind of stylize it more like a quote. Mm-hmm. Michael, the dad from The Bachelor. <laughs> you know, six twenty one twenty one. Michael knows he might be super attached. And have to watch her go on other dates. Mature guy. He's like, hey, I know that's going to suck. Hey, but I'm, just suck a, I'm just a dorky dad here. I, I, I'm going to get attached. <laughs> but my life is better because of you right now. I'm already Kiss. worried for Michael. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> His heart. The yeah. guy's going to fall and he's going to fall fast, Rim. That's yeah, clear. <laughs> no question. I'm worried about him. And it's going to be I really sincere. hope he wins. Michael is going to love Katie more than the person Katie probably ends up picking. But they, Katie will be a better match with that in final person. Yes. They'll probably be more of the yes. same page. Michael is going to have his heart totally shattered. Shattered. Yeah. Maybe. A million pieces. Th- or he might I'm, win. Hey. He might win also. He also might win. When this date started, I wrote a note that said, there's no chance this guy's winning. But by the end of the date, I think I've, I'm walking back from that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible. When this date started, I thought, okay, Katie. Throwing this guy a bone. Throwing him a bone and speeding through his arc mm. so he can get home sooner. Mm, good point. I thought, oh, well, because he has a story. He has a good story. Well, good. You know what I mean? A compelling story. Yeah. 
take him on the one-on-one, have that emotional discussion, send him home to be with his kid. Yep. Win, win, win. Absolutely. And Michael feels like he won because he got out, he got back out there, he got out of his comfort zone. Yeah. I'm not there though. I'm back. I'm ba- that's what, yeah, the same thought I had. I'm not there anymore. I don't same. necessarily think that. Anyway, this was a very sweet combo. Yes. Michael's absolutely soaring through the air right now. Personal side note, I kind of like, I've grown to like a widow or widower storyline on this show. Oh, I do. I always have, always will. Particularly <laughs> if they're parents. Particularly if they're yeah. parents. Because they're usually the only person in the house in that situation. And it's usually like, I haven't been dating. It's been only yeah. a couple of years. This is my, fr- I just want to go all the way out of my comfort zone. Just stepping out, Michael. I like and it. And I like, you know, Sleepy Brown. So I, I like these storylines. Back at the house. Union meeting. <laughs> Order. How do you start meetings? How do you start like secret meetings like that? The Masons. How do they start meetings? Aaron's rallying the troops with a rousing story about Thomas's interruption. Thomas isn't there. Everyone's there but no. Thomas. The entire know, it's cast. A union meeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Andrea says, we don't want this kind of person in the house. Everybody goes, yeah. <laughs> Connor says, we're united together. We don't think the guy should be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Hunter and Thomas are talking elsewhere. Hunter, the the spy for the enemy. He's the spy, yeah. Against, yeah. He's <laughs> the spy for the union. <laughs> who's got the best relationship with Thomas here? You got to go talk to him. You got to go. <laughs> Figure out what he's up for to. The, for the group. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter tries to warn Thomas that his attitude, it's going to be your downfall. Hey, uh, hey this was a fair advice by fair Hunter. Advice. I, I thought it was so very too. fair advice. Hey, uh, pal, I I hear what you're saying. Whatever. I don't really care at all. I'm just here to, <laughs> I came here to warn you the way you're acting is going to result in you being sent home. Just flat out. That's the advice. I think that's fair. <laughs> Uh, Thomas, I think, mentioned some sort of uh, a love I mean, that's we got sky a, high. We got the torches already <laughs> starting to line up in that other room. You should see that other room. The, getting, the guys are getting, getting really riled up. You should probably worry about it. <laughs> you brick, you should probably lay low for a while because <laughs> yes. you're probably wanted for interrupting Aaron. Uh, Thomas, is he mentioned something about a love that's sky high. He, uh, it's an infinite thing is what he said. Yeah. Michael's one-on-one day, nighttime. Katie believes Michael's intentions are pure, and I do too. Same. <laughs> Only a monster would think otherwise, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Katie quote, It was like we had been talking for a month, and we finally agreed to meet in person. Was this the dad moment? And Thomas goes, yeah, like pen pals. <laughs> he wrote that down, too. Like, no, dude. Texting, She's not talking right? about pen Phone pals. Calls. She's not write, talking about writing Technology. letters up between each other for months. <laughs> Nobody does that. Like, She's oh, talking yeah, about an pals. online meetup, <laughs> and you're talking for months across the messenger, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what type of service you're using to communicate. I'm familiar with the concept pen pals. <laughs> Nobody's had a pen pal in 40 years. <laughs> the only pen pals are those in elementary schools writing to kids across the country in other pen or the pals. World. Yes. Yeah. Or the world, yeah. Having said that, I would love a fucking pen pal. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to write letters. It's fun to get letters. 
but this was this I'm not gonna let that slide. That's no. the oldest thing I've ever heard anyone no. say. <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. Thomas tells the story of falling in love with his wife. He saw her on campus in college, 2003, perhaps. When he saw her, he knew. They got married in 2012. In 2016, they had a baby. Seven months after that, his wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. She fought for years. They tried everything, traveled the country looking for a cure. Sadly, she passed away in 2019, January 2019, thankfully surrounded by people who love her. Completely heart-wrenching story. Heavy. Been brutal for him, trying to fill that hole in his life. But he knows what it's like to love. And now he's ready to open his heart to Katie. The way I look at this is, Michael says, what a gift to be able to fall in love twice. Fucking Michael. Wow. Anything else on that moment? Uh, this is probably me problem, but I wrote here Michael for Bachelor. It's unfortunate that my mind <laughs> instantly goes there. It's sad that that's where my head instantly went, but that's what I thought. This is a Bachelor story. It's the perfect, perfect. Let's take a step contestant. back and look at it. Facts only. He'd be a great Bachelor. Yes. Facts only. Would be our first widow or widower since Emily Maynard. Many years ago. It kind of seems like the male version of Emily Maynard. Just an extremely likable person. Um, Absolutely. That's why I said that. Of course, Katie, overwhelmed with emotion after this story, offers Michael the rose, but not only Michael A.B., also his son. Yeah, I like that. I liked Michael talking about it's his job to make her feel their relationship is unique in their own. Because that's always, it's got to be always a concern for someone dating someone in this situation. Like, he already had the love of his life, you know? Um, And it's not like they broke up. They just tragically passed away. So, I found that interesting that he noted that. I I don't know that I've ever heard that before. Um, Making her feel that their relationship is unique and, and, you know, separate. Michael is saying all the right things, and I don't mean that in a way like he's... No. He's saying the, he means just the, the proper right things. things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Michael. Katie says, I know the weight of every rose I offer you. Just an outstanding date and completely unbelievable given the circumstances last week. Michael is like a hometowns contender yeah. now. Completely out of nowhere. Absolutely. Anyway, after that, they go on the roof, look at the stars. Katie says, hey, man, people are on their phones too much. You forget about space. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just Not look up at people these talk stars. about the stars or space. Stars are crazy, and Katie understands that. <laughs> yeah, Katie gets that. <laughs> Anything else on that? She says, "With Michael, if we walk away from this together, it would be a forever kind of love, and that's all I want leaving here." And she's choking up as she's saying this. I wrote here, just pick him. Just pick the guy. Don't fall for this other eye candy, all this other other stuff going on out here. Eye candy, it's all eye candy. That's all nonsense. Just go with your gut. Your gut was, Michael's probably the right choice. She said it. You heard her. A Goosebumps date, and not the book series, folks. All right. (laughs) At the house, David, crucial character David. Keep an eye on David. 
claims Thomas told him he was 100% falling in love with Katie. Group meeting before the group date. Hunter speaks on behalf of the Fellows Guild. <laughs> the Guild. <laughs> Listen, we all had a meeting. He says Thomas's behavior feels fraudulent, like a campaign. Have you ever thought maybe I could be the Bachelor? Uh, if I'm Thomas, I'm saying, hey, that's fucked up. You guys just kicked me out of the group without... I was in the group. I was in that guild previously. He was. I was part was. of it. And now you just kicked me out and I, I don't even... I stood with you when we excommunicated Carl. <laughs> Thomas goes full politician here. I, once he said, uh, you know, the politician style of handling things, I can't get that out of my head. He, yeah. you know... He goes, I appreciate the concern here. I, I really do appreciate the concern. He sounded customer like... Customer service line. Yeah, it's a, it's a customer service supervisor dealing with an yeah. escalated customer. <laughs> he says, I can't, I can't be disingenuous to you guys. When I came in, one of the thoughts I had was being the next Bachelor. My question is, the boys get heated for this, for one. Mm-hmm. My question, is this a problem? No. But as Trey says, you don't admit this. Because there's got to be other guys, right, thinking this. It's it's in the back of several of their minds, I would think. If you, you know, are coming on here and you think of yourself as one of the top dogs, you probably have it in the back of your head, like, worst case scenario, I'm on Paradise. Best case, Mm -hmm. I'm The Bachelor. Yep. Or with Katie. Like, there's kind of tears of what could happen from coming on The Bachelor, and everything should be on, you You would assume all of them are thinking of, at least in the back of their heads, that some of this stuff would happen. Could I gain a lot of followers from this? You would think they'd be thinking about that. Could I transition this to... More media opportunities. Yeah, opportunities. Could I? Am I going to move because of this? Most of the people move. Yeah. To like California after this. So is this going to result in me moving, you know, to be a social media influencer? Am I going to be on, be able to be on paradise? You know, this is on all of their head, not just a couple. I think it's almost every single person should at least at some point be thinking of where this could go next. Cause only one of these people is going to end up with her. So I don't, I doubt that yeah. most of them are thinking. So, you know, with a one track mind there. Well said. I have a question for you. Do you think we should make that the mailbag question? I have that as my mailbag question. If you'd like to just cut right to it. I do, because that's kind of the end of the episode. Trey was kind of funny at the end. Unfortunately, Trey has been relegated to being funny at the end. Okay. I got the question right here. Okay, let's hear it. Mailbag 773-234-7794. Should coming on The Bachelor with thoughts of becoming The Bachelor or Bachelorette disqualify you from finding love with the lead? primarily i think we should throw primarily in there where it makes sense to make it seem like that is your number one that appeared to be thomas's number one Not even number one what if it's what if it's equal equal footing i want to i want to come on here i want to get with the lead but i also want to be the bachelor yeah because i think there's a lot of people that would you know it's kind of those are the two best case scenarios that i guess probably most of them think or uh, yeah, maybe i also not. would I like know. to know as a viewer, does that make you not want that person to be yeah. the lead? 
no, or to yeah, win. Hey, you guys know what we mean. Yeah. You guys just give us your thoughts you on what's it. going on here, folks. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Load up the mailbag because guess what? AP? Load it up. Last week's question got one dud. response. One total dud. Two duds in a row. Wow. I'll say from mailbag questions. Wow. Hey, it happens. They aren't all winners, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this qu- last week's question was, "Who do you want to see in paradise?" That'll really get just him going. Just one? <laughs> just one person responded with to this question specifically. Well, I think I got kind of chopped at the legs there, too, a little bit, because I think the whole list is out now if you're into spoilers. And I think you also read half the list, too. Yeah, I gave a lot of names that people would like. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea would love to see Becca Kufrin show up in Paradise, mm. so her and Blake can reconnect. I would like to see Becca Kufrin I'd like Becca Paradise. there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, we what? talk about top dogs. It doesn't get more top A-list player than the Bachelor or Bachelorette. So the more of them that actually show up, it seems like a big deal whenever they show up to the beach. Yeah. Really does. Yeah. I'm with you. It <laughs> it's a huge like, deal oh, when the Bachelor or Bachelorette show up. if you're not interested up. in Becca, when she comes down, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's that, fucking, the that's Bachelorette Becca is Kufrin, here. friend, dude. Do you understand that? Do you understand? <laughs> she was the Bachelorette. <laughs> That's a nice. Oh, I'm we not got joking. A couple, <laughs> That's I, how I'm I feel. Either. That's how I feel. Brooke in Seattle. Picture this. It's a beautiful Friday evening in Seattle. What were we doing when people, everyone in the mailbag was saying, picture this? I don't remember. That you remember that, ago, though? though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every single one was like, picture this. I, no, it was, um, it was probably during Listen to Your Heart. It was describing... Musical guest. Oh, that was yeah. a good question. Picture this. <laughs> that was a good picture. This. Perhaps that's what Brooke is referencing here. It's a beautiful Friday evening in Seattle. You're fully vaccinated and can go to a baseball game again. You get Mariners tickets. You're chilling in your section, drinking a Rainier beer. This sounds delightful. You look up and bam, Katie Thurston is right there in front of you. Truly starstruck, starstruck, and at a baseball game nonetheless. Context, she threw the first pitch. She launched that shit from the pitcher's mound to the catcher way out of the strike zone, but still impressive. So, didn't know that. Katie threw out the first pitch at a Mariners game. Okay. She could probably make the team. Brooke was there. Didn't know she was going to be there. Starstruck. Awesome. Pretty cool. Thanks, Brooke. Evan from Oklahoma City. I can't remember AB's question, but wanted to submit my personal power rate. That's how your question was. They're just ignore, <laughs> ignored the question. And, ignoring it. Totally ignoring you it. You know, I, I don't really fuck with that question, but here's my thoughts on this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what the mailbag was. <laughs> I don't really fuck like, with this. Hey, sounds Andy like really the mailbag the was loaded up with stuff <laughs> not related to the question. Evan from Oklahoma City. He wanted to submit his personal power rankings. Number four, Cat Guy. Number three, Thomas. Number two, Greg. Number one, Jose Alvarez, the groundskeeper of mini golf. What an electric <laughs> performance. He has to be an early favorite for the finals. I agree. I was a little underwhelmed with... The new the holes this season are holy moly. I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned about the season of holy moly. The new holes <laughs> what are, are they too lacking. hard? No, they're derivative of previous holes. Ah. Um, there are two holes that are very similar. They added just like one hole you sprint past porta potties, and then it, they they open like a narrow lane, and then they mass like luchadors open up. God, what a show! I love this show. They open up. The doors as you're running by and you get blasted and you fall into water. What are you doing? Is this a race? I don't understand. No, you, you have to putt and then you go, you got to sprint by him. And then if you get blasted, if you, if you get blasted, it's a penalty stroke and you're all wet and you have to keep putting. Oh. Anyway, so they took that hole where you fell in the water to improve that hole. Number one, they ruined the green. The green had a lot of strategy behind it. This new green doesn't. But then they turned <laughs> the water brown. They made the water brown. Well, that's, that's just the- trying to be funny. 
<laughs> it's not funny. It's gross. Oh, okay. And I have a high tolerance for that. <laughs> Bad. I'm worried. I'm concerned about the new season of Holy Moly. Wow. But yeah, Jose Alvarez was the highlight of that episode. This is from Hallie in Italy. I have a recommendation for next week's mailbag question. What do you think about the here for the wrong reasons debate? I totally agree that it's ridiculous to expect every contestant gives up their entire lives for the opportunity to date the same person as 29 others. I think every contestant has at least some motive of fame, Instagram followers, etc. Except for Michael. That's my words. But Bachelor Nation seems to be equally outraged when someone has multiple motives. I'd be interested to hear if Ferocecast listeners think this is a problem as well. So that's basically your question with more detail. Yes, I'm sorry. What was the name? Who is that? Hallie in Italy. Hallie in Italy. You say Italy? To people all over the world. What's that beautiful <laughs> song? <laughs> what is that song? All I know over, what you're talking about. I was world. trying to think of a song. <laughs> I was Pimpin thinking Mr. World. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> Mr. Worldwide is what I was thinking. Pitbull. But I also could have gone not... area codes, but they don't have area codes. Area codes. That's what I. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. Seven seven three two three four. Thank you, Hallie. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Send it in. Okay, AB's Bachelor Headline of the Week. Let's hear it. There's only one. It's an article you need to read. Everyone in Agreed. Bachelor Nation needs to read this article. Rachel Lindsay has no roses left to burn. It's on Vulture. Must read. Two things. Well, one thing. I don't know. Why. Rachel didn't like the headline. The headline and the subhead. I think she disagreed with. She wrote, you know, she wrote the writers the article, of the articles yeah. don't have control over the headlines. Yeah. So you can read her post about why she didn't like the headline. But that is the article you're referencing. And the article itself is a must read, of course. Yeah. Anything in particular you'd like to discuss about it? No, I don't think so. I just think everyone should read it, honestly. I don't want to. I don't. I've tried to, you know, stay out of this. I don't want to bring this into this season. Uh-huh. Um uh, they, uh, she, she's been treated like shit and has been for years since she's been the bachelorette and this sheds a light on it nothing i think will surprise a viewer of the show but it does bum you out one thing i do want to bring up that i think rachel is really good at uh seeing the show yeah taking her like seeing it from a fan perspective it's interesting when she points out that her storyline with peter how that was presented compared to her storyline with yeah. Brian and how that was presented. She kind of understands why people didn't like it. It came off on the show. Like she sure. settled for Brian. And I remember like, we all thought that. Yeah. Brian was not we very liked well Peter. liked at the time. Yeah. We liked Peter more. I think most people like Peter. We more. roasted Brian at every opportunity. I think we still would have roasted Brian, but they, they did not present him as a serious character either yeah. on the show. Yeah. So I think that I, She's very good at taking her, seeing it from the other perspective of the viewer and understanding why it's an issue the way it was presented. I found that interesting, among many other things in the article, of course. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't... There's a large portion of Bachelor Nation that has hated Rachel for literally no reason. Um, And hopefully this sheds some light into some of the stuff she's done and some of the... uh, I don't know. Yep. Just read it. Yeah. Just you, read you got to put it in an incognito window. Just read, no, just read, the, just read the article. <laughs> All right. Batch Bracket. Mm. We do have a group on Batch Bracket. It's finally locked. Currently about 30 people are tied for first place with 36 points. Only one rose ceremony has been scored so far. So not much to report on that end. 
I think there are 623 active brackets. I see a lot of people didn't fill their brackets out. They're with zero right now. I understand the, you know, the site was having some issues yep. over the last couple of weeks. So apologize if you weren't able to get into this one. Hopefully we have, hopefully it's smooth sailing next time around. How many did I say? 622? Yeah, something like that. We'll do the top 94 and ties. We'll be eligible for prizes at the end. Stickers with one person getting a t-shirt of their choosing. So thanks to everyone for playing the batch bracket. Thank you. Power rankings. Mm. Here's mine. Number five, Andrew S. He's down. Number four, Thomas. Number three, Michael. Obviously way up. Then two, Connor B, one, Greg. No one overtook Greg this week. Let's hear yours. Uh, four, I'm not having anybody again. Um, three, Michael entering the picture. Whoa. Two. Cat guy. Shouldn't you put, shouldn't you put Michael at four and have nobody at three to illustrate the gap? I don't think that, that you mentioned. I don't think that gap was before the date. Okay. After the date, I don't see that gap anymore. I see a three. I see three, and then a gap, and that's why I have a gap. Okay, <laughs> that's why I have the gap. That makes sense. Michael's three, <laughs> two, cat guy. One is Greg. You're think you people are thinking, hey, Greg, bad episode. No, that moment Not where me. he showed up. So. Yeah, in uh, comforter. They the fact that they gave him that opportunity means something that was a dale comfort that was a dale comforting moment yeah well said hey man you're probably gonna win so why don't you go on going in there yeah you i like that yeah merch there is a merch sale starting this week june 23rd wednesday probably the day you're listening through june 27th everything is 35 percent off you know the drill don't buy merch on any other days now's the time now's the time if you've been biding your time Waiting in silence. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> Perhaps you were you burrowed underground like the aliens in War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise version, where they pew, they went wet in there and waited for thousands of years for just the right time to strike and suck up all the blood from the humans on Earth. The merch <laughs> is the humans. Now's the time to strike. <laughs> all right. Anything else, AB? I want 2,000 Facebook members in 2021, period. How's that going? How's that going? <laughs> that's, right, don't be a that's jerk all. about it. That's all. Hey. All right. What's, if, you, if you're not in there, why not? Well, you know, some people aren't that's big all. on you know, a lot of reasons. That's all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.